0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this morning's session. Very excited to have Roxana Sarmiento with us this morning from We All Grow Latina, and she's going to be talking about her paid community, the Changemakers Collective. Um, I'm Jessica Shambora. Work here at Mighty Networks, and I'm stepping in for Audra this morning, who is um, who's out of the office. But I'm really excited to be with all of you and to help bring Roxana's story and the um, the Change Makers Collective um, story to all of you because it's really, really exciting. So, without awesome. further ado, I want to get straight into it with Roxana and have her introduce um, the background story behind this amazing community and um what what inspired her to get it launched. And um, so Roxana, take it from there.
1: Hi. Well thank you so much for um, having me and for allowing us to share our story. Um, my name is Roxana Sarmiento. I can be found on social media as underscore R O X S A R underscore. And of course I am one of the partners of the Wheel Girl Latina Network and we are everywhere as We All Girl Latina. Um, we all girl Latina is a community that has been around since 2010. We started out as a community of bloggers, if you guys remember, you know, when that was the internet only. And we have evolved um, since then. Um, we've gone through different iterations. We were um, a community of bloggers, then we became uh, essentially a marketing and influencer marketing agency because the group of bloggers got together because brands couldn't find Latinas and they wanted to reach Latinas online. So from there we grew to an influencer um, uh, marketing, you know, type of agency. But we always were a community. Um, we have, you know, grown from then and evolved. And actually, we do a lot less um, influencer marketing um, because that's not what the community wants to do anymore. And we are more and more um, what we always started as a community. Um, so, how are we a community? Um, before Mighty Networks, we built a community via you know our mailing list. We build a community via social media. Um, you know, we have tons of followers on Instagram. I think it's 55 or maybe past that now, 55,000. I mean, um, we have a newsletter, uh, a very active newsletter, um, and we do in-person events, right? And our events are super successful. Uh, you know, they and I say that. You know, you can measure success in different ways, but um, I mean that they sell out the second we announce them. Um, they sell out within a couple, two, three hours, and we've never had one that hasn't sold out. So there's obviously a lot of demand. Um, the problem is that you can only be in one place at a time, and we can only fit so many people at a time. Um, so we are look always looking for ways to, to give our community what they want. And we said, well, we need to have... Um, a place where people who are willing to invest in themselves, because our events are, you know, you have to pay for the event. They're willing to pay for this sense of community, for the learning to learn from each other. Our mission is to make Latinas visible, um, Latina experts, and also Latina entrepreneurs. We're a community of, uh, creatives, um, influencers and entrepreneurs that are Latina. That is our, our, what ties everyone together. And, uh, and so, so you know, so we explored different options, and you know, we we decided to launch a mighty network, and uh, and we called it the changemakers collective because um, our community is pretty large, um, and it lives in different places. Um, so we're like, okay, why? What is the purpose of this network, right? Like, we know what we are. We are We Are Latina, but what is the purpose of this mighty network community? And we decided the focus will be. On women that are looking to learn from each other um, on how to run their businesses and what type of businesses. And we felt, you know, most of the community members that wanted this that are consider themselves creatives, um, just pure entrepreneurs, or or they're, you know, they're influencers and they wanna they consider themselves also um, entrepreneurs. So that is our focus for our Mighty Network. And we decided we call it the Changemakers Collective because. Um, these are women that are, want to make a change, um, in the world, um, as far as their businesses or as far as their creativity. And we, we put it together, um, pretty quickly. Um, we had the idea we're very lean and small, so we did it. And, and here we are a a, a little over a year later or almost a year later. And, uh, and it's a thriving, thriving, you know, part of our network.
0: Fantastic. Um, And I want to remind everyone that you can make comments um, in the right-hand side of the screen um, and also ask questions for Roxana because I'm sure there's going to be some at the ask a question at the bottom of the screen. So Roxana, what strikes me so much about what you just said is that you have such a great grasp of who your audience is. So Mm -hmm. you know who attends the events for, um, that you have um, for We All Grow Latina. And then you almost seem to have um, narrowed down even further into who was the change makers collective going to be for. So it was even more of a subset of that larger group of these women who were really, like you said, looking to up-level their businesses. They were business owners of some type is mm-hmm. um, how did you like learn, how did you sort of narrow in on that insight or sort of, were there any specific ways that you can share that you learned who your community was? Do you survey them? Like what are the, what are the, ways that you figured that out
1: well in a lot of ways we're uh we're in the business of knowing our community right um we partner as a business beyond the mighty network we partner with um with brands that want to reach latina consumers now that is a huge huge segment of you know of the population in the u.s and it's a growing segment um but our expertise is on the latinas that are online right and so we have known our community it's, it's what we do my background uh, I, I'm in marketing you know like I I'm a classical brand marketer I have an MBA and you know like I'm a marketing person so you can't do you can't do business right without knowing who your customer is and then translating that to community just pure community right like let's say it's not about it's not a business for you you're you want to create a community locally right just for fun or whatever you need to know who 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 is going to be a member of this community who you're speaking to. So so to us, that's natively what we do. Um, And of course we've brought that to to our network, to our mighty network. Um, And and you can't assume once you've grown to a certain level, you can't assume that every member of your community is going to want to, um, to do the same things, right? What defines us is ultimately is that they're Latinas, right? But that can mean so many things. So, you know, you can have the big hairy goal to 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 be the community for every Latina in the United States. And, you know, good for you, whatever. Good luck. But in order, we believe that in order to be successful, we have to know who we're talking to. And, And in our case, it's it's creatives and entrepreneurs. That's that's who we focus on.
0: Fantastic. I love that level of focus. I think that is so important when you're building. So um so I want to kind of dive in a little bit deeper to that. So you're getting ready to launch this new community. Tell us, walk us through how you introduced this to the group um, Mm -hmm. and and to the larger community. What were all the ways that you promoted it? And then how did you position it in terms of helping those people who it was definitely targeted for understand, okay, this is me and this is something I need to be part of?
1: Yes, um, it was really important to us not to alienate um, our larger community. We didn't want them to feel that they were going to be second class, you know, members of the community because they're not, right? Um, um, we didn't want them to think that we were turning our back on them because you were a member of We All Grow Latina and it didn't cost you anything, you know. Events, people are like, yeah, you pay for a ticket, so that logically it makes sense for you. But everybody else was getting content online, right? They were getting jobs via us. And you don't have to sign up for you know for a newsletter with you know influencer jobs so why would they pay and if they don't want to pay what does that mean for them should they you know not be a member anymore and you know block us on social media or whatever which you shouldn't do (laughs) and um we thought about that long and hard because it is we did want this to be something special um and we do want to give value to the women um, and members that are joining the community, we, we want them to know that they're gonna get something that other people are not getting. So um, we decided that um, what they were gonna get, in our case, they get early access to these tickets, you know, that are that are really hard to get, you know, really hard to get. Um, so they'd get that. They would get access to the team behind Real Girl Latina um and you know and we knew it was going to be intimate we'd never expect it and it's not every single person that's you know that follows us on instagram we don't have 55,000 members you know and we knew that was not going to be the case so we knew it would be a small intimate group so why do you get out of that you get access you get um, exclusive content and you get a small intimate true community of people that are choosing to be there So that's what we say and that's what we do and that's what we offer and uh uh, to launch it um you know we we put the the network together um we decided what we were gonna promise and deliver and uh who we were talking to then we all grow we invited um a few members i think it was about 50. um we gave them free memberships you know for life of people that are Um, Not just the members in our community that had the highest followings or whatever to help us promote it. It it was more like who is a passionate member of this community that has given to the community and who's going to be excited and who we balance that with who is not everyone shares out. But, you know, we like we wanted to have a balance of people that are sharing out, but also people that have compelling stories and who we're going to contribute within the closed network right? We wanted it to be interesting and have a lively conversation. So we invited them in um, first and, you know, ran it like that for a couple of weeks and just kind of had conversations started. They saw us as we decided which topics we were going to have or should we put, you know, work, uh, uh, is it workshops? Workshops or should we do this? And, and you know, they kind of saw us build it. It was mostly built, but a little bit, you know, a little bit of insider. And then we we took advantage of our Marketing capabilities, Um, you know, we have a newsletter that goes out to the community Um, We announced it on the community and um, at first we had a seven-day trial period Um, And you know people signed up from that and and that's how we launched it And we announced it of course on our social media and we do have an ongoing marketing campaign that we can talk about Now or you know whenever you want, but um, We do have to keep nurturing Mm -hmm. That it wasn't just the launch Mm-hmm. um but you know we definitely um put a lot of effort into having it be what we wanted it to be um before we launched it then we announced it and then we've been evolving as as the community has grown and as it you know as it as it matures a little
0: Yeah, so I love that. So just to recap, you did something that happens a lot in tech, which is you did a beta, you Mm -hmm. invited in some of your key people, your influencers, as well as people you knew would give you good feedback about what they Mm -hmm. wanted to see and what they would find value in. And you brought them in for free, like you said, gave them lifetime, you know, access in exchange for the fact that they would help you promote and also be good, good, um, contributors and give you that feedback that you needed. And how long did that beta period last?
1: It wasn't very long. Okay. A couple of weeks.
0: Okay. So they gave you the feedback you needed, and then you opened it up to the broader community. You had the seven-day free trial. Um, I, I, I'm sure people listening right now are curious to know how much it costs to join, and also um, and then we can dive into a little bit more about the ongoing marketing of it. And I'm, I think probably as I'm curious, um, what the like sort of enrollment like has looked like. Did it, you know, did you have a big spike at the beginning? Do you do kind of uh, evergreen marketing, or do you have sort of enrollment spikes?
1: Um. So I, I'm you're putting me in the spot. I don't remember, but it's about fifteen dollars a month. We have a month-to-month option, and it's a little more.
0: Um, So under under twenty dollars, though.
1: Yes, absolutely. Under, we wanted it to be acceptable, but uh, you know, accessible to people. But we also wanted it to be enough of an investment that people would come in, right, and participate.
0: And that's how you settled on that pricing. Did you do any price testing or research, or
1: no? We have we didn't do price testing. We did do research, Um, and and there are similar communities to ours, but not that focus on Latinas. Uh-huh. And and we know that the Latina community tends to be price sensitive, but we also know that influencers tend to be price sensitive because they're so used to getting things for uh-huh. you know, for for in exchange for promotion or whatever. Uh-huh. So um, you know, it's not just because they're Latina, it's also because a lot of them are influencers. Right. You know, it's not used to to paying for things. Uh-huh. Um, so so we went with what we believed would be the value people would get okay um we did research and we did debate and we wanted it to be a good value for the money we didn't want to i know it sounds crazy but it's not our main revenue driver so we didn't want to you know we weren't like we have to maximize you know pricing and maximize our margins but we also didn't want to undersell ourselves either. Right. My 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 um marketing training um is in the luxury uh cosmetic business. Um I used to work for prestige cosmetic brands many many years ago, like decades ago. And and you know, if you people have to value. If be, some there's there is such a thing where if you underprice yourself, you sell less and if you price yourself at a certain level and it's usually higher than you think. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were very uh, conscientious about that, and uh, oh, thank you. The pricing is there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I do know that fifteen was was the magic number, mm-hmm. um, and and so that's how we did it. We did our research. We didn't just come up with a number out of nowhere, but we also had to have faith that we would deliver that, you know, that value. Mm-hmm. So, and I still think I still think it's a good deal, but we also one of the reasons as i said we launched it is because we wanted to be available to more people and it's not just available as in you know you can turn on your computer and come in and ask your questions or read you know or you know participate in discussions um the value is also um you know we wanted to go you know provide a lot of information for good value
0: hmm mm-hmm, Yeah. And um I love the story that you told me. Maybe you could share it, that anecdote about the the woman who joined just for the early access to the <laughs> tickets.
1: Yeah, why don't you share that? Yes, yes. So so we um we asked the the Mighty Networks, you know, a change makers collective community, we asked them for, you know, we just want to know why you joined and, you know, and and we'll feature you in, in different places and and let us know so this woman i I love her is one of my favorite responses she said well honestly i joined because it was a way to get tickets and i have not been able to get tickets to your events for years so i joined just to get my ticket and it worked i got a ticket and then i started looking around and it's now my favorite thing because i found other women like me that are you know doing businesses and and you know, what we said they're going to get is what she gets. So she, she loves, she said, so that's, you can quote me on that. (laughs) You know, I just joined for the ticket and I was going to cancel and I did not
0: I love that story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. Great. So let's talk um, about the ongoing marketing of the community um, and sort of how the enrollment, is it just pretty steady or how is that working?
1: So our enrollment is is pretty steady. Um, I do a welcome uh, post to welcome new members um, and also to encourage them to fill out their bios, right, and to put up pictures. So every couple of weeks, I welcome new members, and we have about you know depends of course, but about ten to twenty new members. You know. and, and, you know, I, I welcome them by, you know, putting their bios and where they're from and their photos. So if they don't have a photo, um, because obviously a lot of them are new, I say, um, you know, welcome our new members. Look at all the amazing women, you know, that you can interact with. Obviously, I link to their, you know, to, to their, their, their um, personal, you know, page on My Network. And I say, if, you know, you haven't had a chance to put up your picture, shoot me a message, and I'll upload your picture as soon as you upload it. Um, we had, a, of course, a spike when we first launched, and we have spikes before our events because we specifically say right. tickets go on sale this day. My um, uh, ChangeMakers Collective members get early access for three hours, and and sure enough, we get we got a spike, you know, of members right before we sold um, our our We All Grow Summit tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, we we Changemakers Collective, our mighty network, is an important part of what we do. Um, So we feature um, in our newsletter, we have a newsletter that goes out every two weeks, and there's a Changemakers Collective section where we feature the types of conversations that have been happening. We remind people that members of Changemakers Collective have access to our Crowdcast series. We do Crowdcast as well. Um, with Latina experts, you know, in all sorts of topics. And we say, we remind people that um, all We All Grow Latina members can watch it for 24 hours, but Changemakers Collective members have access to to our webinars, you know, as long as they want. They can replay them as many times as they want. And they have the whole library if they missed, you know, all the awesome ones they missed. So we remind them of that. We remind them that we have eBooks for Changemakers Collective members and uh and we talk about you know we tease the conversations that have been happening the most um active ones or interesting ones and then um we have uh our newsletter we always have a letter from one of our um you know one of our team uh, latina we all our latina team members and we have a topic so we have an editorial calendar for change makers collective um January, the theme was released. Our current theme now for May is abundance. Um, we have talked about building communities and connections, and so our letters are tied to that theme. And we say, for example, we talked about um, abundance and and um, and what that means as you know as business owners and changing your mindset and all that. We introduce that theme in our newsletter, and then we say the conversation will continue at changemakers collective and it does it helps us to to lead the conversation so that theme it comes from we All girl latina and our 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 posts and our content is based on that theme of course changemaker collective members can talk about whatever they want to talk about but they appreciate knowing what's coming and that helps the greater we all grow latina network our newsletter goes to over ten thousand people you know they know what we're talking about, and they, they by now they know that, you know, what's the theme, and they do get some of it right. Um, they get it in the newsletter, but if they want to go deeper, they go into changemakers. And then of course we 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 we're social media you know people, so we advertise on our social media. We share, um, especially in our Instagram stories, we share quotes um, from changemakers collective. Um, we feature Changemaker Collective members, because remember, these are women. This community is for women that want to change the world. So how are they doing that, right? We feature that. There are some amazing stories there. So we feature those stories. We feature them to the Changemakers Collective members, of course, um, these are their peers, but we also feature them on the Wheel Girl World Latina Network um, social properties. Um, mm-hmm. And, and that's one of the benefits also of being a member, because it's easier for us to get to know them and to feature them.
0: Yeah. So they get so much exposure um, because you have these great followings, both in your newsletter and on your social channels. Yeah. So what a great benefit. Um, so. Talk to us, I think I would love to go a little bit deeper about the engagement that's happening in the community among the members and how much of that you're having to um, sort of stoke yourselves versus what's happening organically. So you mentioned that you have the theme. Um, Would love to know how you then kind of spark that theme within your Mighty Network. And then, again, how much you as the hosts are having to do versus how much the, the... Collective members are um, actually themselves just in, just organically engaging.
1: Well, um, we we're very disciplined with our, our editorial calendar, and so we have um, a, one of our team members, Claudia, is amazing. She's our you know she's our uh, writer and our also like an essentially our community manager, um, and I work very closely with her to ensure that you know we are giving content that is of value, right? Not just not just writing stuff because it's it's fun to write it. Um so we focus on that and and we do give the community opportunities to shine. We have, you know, uh features that this is community management, you know, like what's working for you Wednesdays, you know, we we ask what are your goals for the week. Um, We we know what their goals for the week are and we, we check in. Um, we, we do, of course, have to encourage people to participate. Sometimes people are shy. Um, I mentioned that we do welcome posts. Um, in those posts, um, you know, we, we always remind existing members, you know, these are our new members, check out, you know, what they're working on and, you know, support each other. Um, um, and, and we do mix our 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 how do you call it our our editorial themed you know posts um with just conversational posts you know like i i just posted in all honesty sorry i haven't been around guys um as you know summit is coming and it's super busy and uh you know i work with our our sponsors and as you can imagine it's very intense right now but i miss you all and and you know and people chat and communicate and and whenever um I see a post from a member that has a question. Um, I don't answer on everyone because I don't know everything. Um, but when I do have an opinion, I jump in and mm-hmm. share share my opinion and 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 that's what they want. So so really it's it's like any party. You have a communication, you have a, a conversation and and we try not to panic if, if there's a week where community members aren't really posting that much. Um, there's still I mean I'm human of course I'm like oh my gosh what's going on no one's talking it's a, I feel like I'm talking into the abyss but um, consistently the feedback we get is that people sometimes they just want to consume content and sometimes they want to chat and you you know you just kind of have to go with the flow mm-hmm
0: uh-huh. That's great. That's a great insight. I know that probably a lot of hosts go through that of like, what's happening if it gets quiet and you get nervous. But I think probably your sense is the more you get to know your community, the better mm. you get a sense of there's it ebbs and flows. So I think that's a really important insight. Um, are you looking at your metrics at all? Like, um, and are there specific goals for the community and um, beyond? Obviously, the, the the enrollment goals, which I'd love to hear if you have goals about. How big you want it to get, but um, mm-hmm. in terms of you know monitoring the health of the community,
1: you know I'm going to be honest with you, I have not been focused on metrics much. Okay, I have focused mostly this year on creating a voice and good content for the community. We have the luxury that you know we have multiple businesses going on. You know, um, you know we work with brands separate from the community. We work with brands we put our event together and and they also take time you know it takes time yeah. but uh the part where i'm going to be honest with you is that i really really enjoy this community and i really really enjoy and of course i'm talking to mighty networks but there's a reason i said yes to this i think there's a lot of potential that we are not we're not going for you know like we we were like oh let's give something to the community and for the people that want to invest and. This looks pretty turnkey, let's do it, right? And we did it. But I think we're only scratching the surface. And my goal is to, um, now that I know for this particular subset of our community, the Changemakers Collective, now that I know what it is we can deliver, and now that I know that that they see value in it, um, I want to grow it more. Um, mm-hmm. And and I'm looking at partnerships, you know, um, working with with people that are uh, content creators or who are experts that can do workshops with us. How do I give more value to this community? Um, and to do that, I have to grow. And and part of the value is the size of the network. So I do want the network to grow and get bigger. Um, but I am at this point, we we're not really thinking of you know we want to grow by twenty percent or ten percent. Um, I really wanted to grow um, um, at a measured pace um, and that's one of my my goals in the coming months is is focusing more on on growing our membership um, okay. makers collective
0: and not to put you on the spot but do you have specific ideas about how you're gonna do that or you're just starting to think about it
1: no I have we we do have some ideas and and um, you know, we it's funny because one of our amazing members, one of our you know, super active members, um, reached out to us and said, I, I would like to start things like starting a book club, right? Remember, we're 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 not just business women, you know, or creatives, we're also Latinas. So there's a cultural aspect. We I, I mean it's a great opportunity for us. It's there's so many ways that we connect, you know, and intersect. So I I've been thinking, well, I love reading books and I'm like, I love reading books. And, you know, we're all Latinas and there are enough Latina authors getting, you know, exposure and at the same time, there's a few that have been making some waves and I just kind of want to do like a book club. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, we've been super busy uh, with our events and our business and the things we're doing. And I'm like, I think Changemakers could work, but how do I organize it? So I have the whole plan, but we just haven't had the time to execute it. Yeah. And I remember Reached out to us and said, "I, I, we should do a book club. I'd love to lead the circle for a book club." And I'm like, "Ah, oh. <laughs> you know, it's it's so it's uh it's so fortunate." So I bring up the book club because um, we're looking for different ways that we can make um that we can make the the collective you know a richer experience for our yeah. members. And and <laughs> my next step is figuring out how to empower the members. I know they can become ambassadors and we have that option open, but how can we make it explicitly beneficial to them to invite their friends, right? Mm-hmm. And so they, um, mm-hmm. We really consider ourselves more of a network and a, and a collective. So I, I want to see how we can empower our members to, to you know, to let their friends know. Um, and once I figure it out, you know, we'll, we'll
0: see if it works. Yeah, and you'll come back to tell us how it's going. <laughs> I want to learn. Um, And that's great because that was just where I was about to go, which is so you started off the network by inviting those 50 people in, giving them a lifetime membership. Um, And then did they did any of them take on any sort of official role within the Mighty Network after that launch? Like, do they help with moderation or, like you said, leading any types of groups or specifically giving you feedback um, or has it all just kind of been ad hoc?
1: You know, it has, they, we haven't put them, you know, we haven't. the, the There there have been people that have offered and, and again, these are gaping obvious holes. You know, any manager can say, obviously, you know, like we are a national group and people want to meet locally. So, you know, and we did say we, we were hoping to have local circles, right, set up. I mean, these are obviously, right? People want to meet up with the local people. Um, and that's where we're headed and where we're hoping to go. Um, but, and people have said, hey, I live in, you know, I live in Texas and I'd love to lead a circle. But we haven't officially done it because we are planners, even though we put mighty Net, our mighty network together, you know, relatively quickly. Um, we don't want to say, okay, you're in charge of Texas without right. giving them a clear, well, like, what does that mean, really? Um, And and that's a plan that we have been working on and you know, it could be coming soon.
0: Yeah, very (laughs) smart. I love that idea. Mm -hmm. And obviously one of the great features within Mighty Networks is the ability to see who are other members near me, right? So mm-hmm. it'd be super easy for them to, to organize those. I'm gonna take a break for my own questions right now. And there's been a couple of others that have um, come in from people listening in and I wanna make sure they get those answered. So um, one of the questions was, have you seen more people choose the annual subscription? So what's the balance of annual versus monthly?
1: I think most people are doing the annual uh, because they can, you know, they can they can cancel. It's it's a cheaper deal. Um, I'd say it's more, about half, but but I, I I thought it would be more people doing uh, monthly. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think people see the value in that. And one of the things I was nervous about um, not having done, you know, a paid network is: are people going to? to understand that it takes time to get value out of it which is one of the things we were talking about the landing page i wanted to communicate in the landing page right you get out of it what you put into it you can't join a community and i knew that just from running real girl latina you can't join a community and get everything you need in in a a week because that's it doesn't make sense and i knew that same thing would make It would be the same thing in a a mighty network, in our Changemakers Collective, but how do we get people to understand that? And we came down to, we just tell them. (laughs) We tell them it's gonna take time and your experience is going to not only depend on what you put into it, um, you're also creating your experience. If you only check in once a week, it's fine. I mean, it's your community. You're Mm -hmm. a member, you're paying for it. But you're not gonna get the same as someone who checks in every day. If you never say anything and you just read and consume content, that's fine. I mean, I'm not judging you, you do what you want with your membership, but you're not gonna have the same experience as someone who's always talking. And the same thing, if you're always putting in content or promoting yourself, you're not gonna get the same out of it. And that's something that you have to be okay with. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I, I had to trust that people would see the value in it. And I think the fact that so many do do, do the yearly shows that people do understand that they're not going to they're not going to know what they're get You know, they're not going to get what they're going to get out of it in, in one month.
0: In one month. Yeah, that's great insight. Um, On the topic of your landing page, actually, um, uh, one of our uh, a couple of our hosts want to know what would you say is the one thing in your landing page copy that makes the community irresistible to your market? I mean, obviously, you know, your target, but is there something you feel like really resonates with them? oh it's I a fantastic mean, landing page that. by the way you guys uh, hosts listening and you can click over and see the landing page here um Marnie who's in the chat has linked there, to yeah. it yeah
1: yeah you know I would love to hear what you guys say you know you guys and you know watching this but um, I think that we 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 are very clear about how we are about but um we're welcoming and, and as I alluded to before we, we're very direct about, you know, you, you have to be an active participant. You know, you're not just going to sit. I mean, you can, but then why do it? Um, but we are also very, we try, we aim to be very explicit about who who this is for. And and we try to be welcoming. Um, because we are. We, we are ultimately a community uh, company, you know, beyond change makers collective and we have a very welcoming voice and our audience in particular isn't doesn't always feel very welcome um you know they're used to being um Mm. they're used to feeling like outsiders and not feeling special and we're just reminding them that they first of all they belong i think we literally say you belong here because Mm -hmm. they do and i think just once people relax and then they're like, okay, I belong here. I belong here. Who are you? You want to make a change. You are creative, you're entrepreneurial, um, and you belong here. So, so this is what we're doing. I mean, you know, and, and then people can make that choice on
0: their own. Yeah. That's huge. I think that promise of giving people a sense of belonging and then actually <laughs> being able to follow through mm-hmm. on it, that is absolutely huge. And we're i have seen so much of that.
1: feel, you know, I, I, i think all of us that are you know managing communities or creating communities or joining communities um you want to belong whether mm-hmm. you know in our case it's a latina entrepreneurial community but you know it, you're you're a sports community or or tech you know expert community whatever it is you're trying to find places to belong and mm-hmm. and that's what we hope to communicate
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Another question came in, so you have a fairly, obviously, large audience with your 55,000 followers on Mm -hmm. social media and your 10,000 person mailing list. What about a much smaller community? I mean, do you have any thoughts for someone who is a a small audience, like less than 100 people on their email list?
1: Um, I think think that, obviously, I'm not going to pretend that having, uh, you know, a a built-in Network, you know that, that we um, have built since two thousand ten doesn't help um, because we don't have to pay for marketing, right? Um, we are a targeted community, <laughs> uh, uh, a changemakers collective, and thankfully our larger community is it's ultimately the same target. Um, but I think that our collective is small, and I think that. Um, um, as long as you know who you're talking to, and you continue talking to them, um, you will be successful. It doesn't really help how many people uh, follow us on social media, because they're doing that for a different reason that they would be joining, you know, Changemakers Collective. You are on social media, because you, you know, we, you love our Instagram, and you love our content and and you it we feel like a friend that you can check in on you know when you scroll down your feed or on facebook but when you um when you join change makers collective right you are doing it for a particular reason and i always go back to what is the value that we are giving people so if you have a small um mailing list you know um talk to those people, you only need the people that are going to to be true members of your community or who believe in your message to go for it. And and like I said, even us with our our large, um, I mean, I, I say large, but I'm thinking, well, what about people that have a million followers, right? Like you're always comparing yourself, but you know, it's more than a thousand or, and, and then, you know, people that have a thousand are more than people that have a hundred. So it's all relative. You know, like, trust me, I don't feel like we have the biggest audience. It can always grow. But if you, um, um, the people that are on our, my mailing list are on the mailing list for uh, a different reason, you know, they're not all following us on social media. And 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 it does help to be able to talk to them. But ultimately, I believe that our growth will come from existing members and, and them communicating you know, communicating the value that they're getting. And and I think, and I haven't figured it out, um, I think that once we, um, we deliver more that they want to share with their friends, um, you know, where their Mighty Network experience, their Changemakers collective experience will be richer by having their friends join us, then they'll get their friends to join us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very clear that I also believe in explicitly saying you belong here and in explicitly saying, please, you know, share this with your friends because of this. Um, but until we also deliver something that is they benefit by sharing with their friends, they, they just won't do it as much. So that's the nut that I'm trying to crack and that we're working on. Like I said, that's one of my goals uh, for growing. I don't think I don't think posting it on Instagram, you know, 10% more will increase our sales by 10% more. I think, you know, figuring out how to make it that people that are members, um, want their friends there, um, will have a much bigger impact, you know, for our efforts. So that's what we're focusing on. And I think for anyone that would
0: help. Yeah. That's great. That's really great advice. I love it. Um, so let's see. Um, the The other question that I thought was super interesting was you, you said you weren't super focused on metrics, but you are focused on providing this valuable, great content. So how are you assessing the success of the content and in what way, like, and how often are you looking at that?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a great question. A lot of it is, we know we have to believe that what we are delivering is what what people will find value in and by and what i'm saying by saying that is um there's no metric that's going to tell you that people love it right um obviously con comments matter um we you know i get messages from members and they say oh i really appreciate this or you know this was great or not or whatever mm-hmm. that but it's all anecdotal and mm-hmm. and and we do ask the community every once in a while like like that quote that, <laughs> that you loved about mm-hmm. the when that said i i joined just to get a, you know my ticket but i was going to cancel but i didn't and it's been great um but there unfortunately we don't have um Well, we don't use like a metric, like, you know, like, okay, how many likes do people get or, or how many people read that we just at the way we work is that we, we have to say, okay, this is what we believe the conversation should be. This is what we are communicating. And, and, um, you know, it might or might not be a hit, but they do join our network in particular because they They want to absorb what we have to share. One of the things we say in our landing page is, you get a behind the scenes of how We All Grow Latina kind of runs. And by that, we don't mean, and we don't say, okay, we had 20 calls with clients this week, and this is what happened, and that's what happened. It's not about being confessional. It's about just, you know, this is how we, um, this is how, how we run our business, this is what we know. And we're not saying this is the only way to do it, but this is how we know. Yeah. And This is what we know and this is um, what we can share with you. So so that's you know, that's that's where we go. One thing tangentially related is that we we thought, for example, that our community would want access to mean have one-on-one calls with, you know, there's three partners. And we said, okay, well, we'll select. most active member and she gets to have a one-on-one coaching with one of the three you know uh, uh, partners right Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: and we have kind of defined goals you know like i'm sales and marketing and and you know there's our founder and then there's there's one that's you know our events you know wizard mastermind and uh and i we have found that you know we'd select a member and then they they wouldn't they wouldn't schedule the calls you know like and and they wouldn't necessarily take advantage of them all the time and it finally hit us they don't want that one-on-one coaching with us they feel like they already know us um it's enough for them that we are you know that they're in this community and the knowledge that we share knowledge knowledge and experiences that we share is what they want already we, we, in our case, I'm not saying that it's not a good idea to have one-on-one you know official one-on-one phone calls with the, with the founders or whatever. In our case, that's not what they want. Mm-hmm. They want us to share um, um, the content that we've been sharing. Um, you know they like our editorial calendar that's what they like so we stopped doing it because that's not what they wanted. So
0: yeah do you survey them in all, at all?
1: We do and we, we do we don't do it you know in a formal way we are working on on uh, on a formal survey of the whole community mm-hmm. um, of the whole wheel girl that's network We need to do we haven't done one it's been a few years so we we do have to do it um, but um, you know we, we do informal surveys um, we do surveys just for fun mm-hmm. um, but um, that's one of the projects that we're working on
0: okay. Um, and then I just want to make sure that I have a, I know that we've covered a bit about what you offer in, in the Mighty Network in terms of you Mm -hmm. have live interviews with experts, you have eBooks, you have, um, all the past interviews that they can watch and have access Mm to. Um, you have a jobs board as well, right? Or jobs kind of topic. Can you talk through how you use that?
1: Yeah. So we, um, we have this in our landing page, actually. Um, we, because of the work that we do at We All Grow Latina, we have a lot of access to to information or opportunities, and 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 we we didn't really have a place to distribute it. So I get a lot of, um, hey, we're looking for, you know, a social media director in Texas, or you know, we're a college looking for a director of admissions. You know we're not an educational career network but people know people and so we post jobs and people love them actually it's a great thing so it's, it's a win-win so we we do have a job sport it's not officially we also recruit for our team from our change makers collective as well um and and even looking for interns and things so so yeah it's just just one of our topics is, is jobs and careers, and people can post if they know of a job. I mean, it's, it's very informal. We, mm-hmm. we don't charge people to post jobs. We probably could. Um, but it's, it's really, we really do want our network to be, um, you know, a, a group that helps each other. So obviously we help by bringing everybody together and bringing content and, you know, webinars and ebooks and all that. Mm-hmm. But we also, you know, people are always asking us, "Do you know someone that would be great for this job?" So mm-hmm. we just share it. Mm-hmm.
0: With your content, um, do you guys have a policy about please don't share this outside the Mighty Network, or are you okay if someone were to download a resource and share it with their friend who isn't a member?
1: Um, we, you know, we ask, we say, "Look, this is part of the value of your membership. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, and ultimately, it's honor system. We all know that." You right. Know, that things and you know share them um so we explicitly say you know this is one of your benefits that you are paying for and please don't share you know outside of the network or distributed. and you know we have all the disclaimers but um but but yeah so we tell them i mean you know we treat them as adults right uh, they, you know right. You, but you know this is this is the uh, part of the value of your membership and. You know, and here it
0: is. Use your your library. Yeah, yeah. Um, One of the questions that came up, and we've been hearing this a lot, too, here at Mighty Networks, is this whole idea of enrollment periods. Is mm-hmm. that something you guys thought about, like, opening up the enrollment and then closing it in order to sort of um, both create a sense of, like, scarcity, but then also mm-hmm. within the Mighty Network, obviously, you, un- you have clear cohorts of people that are joining at specific times. Did you guys look at doing that at all?
1: No, we, we didn't. We... I mean, we, we were aware that that's an option, but we we didn't seriously discuss it um, because we are we are because of the nature of our network is is you know a smaller group of the wheelchair Latina network, and we're always doing something throughout the year. Um, so if we were focused only on our event, you know, our summit, which is happening at the end of May, naturally we would do, you know, an enrollment period, right when the tickets are sold or, or whatever, um, but but our thinking for our network is, or, or, you know, our Changemakers Collective is, you have a taste of Wheel Rose Summit throughout the year and no mm-hmm. matter where you live and no matter if you can afford to fly out to to, you know, to Los Angeles and stay in a hotel and pay for the ticket and, you know, um so so for us that that's not it doesn't fit in with what we do
0: got it okay um and i know we're getting close to time and man this has flown by and i feel like you've offered so much (laughs) valuable insight i hope um the host listening have you know appreciated it as well i i know i have learned so much um i think one of the other interesting things that you mentioned is that the at the beginning of our um of the hour was that your mighty network grew out of this collective of bloggers Mm-hmm. and there are many of them are influencers yeah. so um so there's a sponsorship element to all of this as well whereas you have relationships with brands and sponsors mm-hmm. so um how is that integrated at all if at all with the mighty network um i'm curious to know and then on on the whole of the whole business sort of how does it play into um you have the mighty network over here and then the sponsorship and then the events business can you give us a whole picture of the whole business so kind of a two part question
1: yeah, so it's the the short answer is that it's not at all related to sponsors or, or um, you know, uh, uh, brands. Um, we even tried. Um, you know, we had a luxury hair care brand that wanted to sample product, um, and and it's very common for consumer packaged goods companies to want to get samples in the hands of people, and you know, it's just not as a wheel grow latina outside of the mighty network change makers collective we sampling just doesn't work for us so we when we launched we said well maybe this is an avenue for people to get product and that's one of the things we say we get acts you know we have a lot of connections and our change makers members you know will get benefit from that so we thought okay well maybe samples of products i mean who doesn't like to get free stuff right and we offered this Amazing, super expensive, you know, like hundreds of dollars for like a couple of bottles of shampoo, you know, sample. It wasn't just stuff you you know you can find, you know, at your drugstores in your shower right now. And um and we offered it to our members, you know, all they had to do was give the address and that's it. And People, we, we couldn't give them all away and we, you know, people signed up almost like, sure, if you guys want us to try it, we'll try it, which was shocking. Um, but that's not why they joined Mighty Networks, not even for free stuff. That's just not why they were joining. They were joining, you know, for education and learning and networking and all that. And um, to give you an overall really quick overview of how we work, um, um, like I said, we were an influencer agency so we partnered with brands to, do special campaigns you know and sometimes with influencers sometimes just um you know on social media um as i said like twenty thousand times we're a latina network so brands that want to speak to the latina consumer um you know partner with us and um so we do that but we also have brands that sponsor our event um and our sponsors are amazing and they make the events uh, possible and and you know that's where we get our fill with brands. It doesn't really overlap with our mining network at all. And not saying in the future maybe we won't find a way to to make it work, but it just has not been um, just has not been a focus. It's a self um, self self uh, uh, financed you know um, community. They take you know it takes care of itself.
0: It's great. Well, I just want to thank you so much. And before we close, um, you know, do you want to recap sort of what your goals are for the Mighty Network going forward? I mean, I'm sure I'm listening and thinking, man, this is already an incredible success. And congratulations mm-hmm. with everything that you've built. And it seems to be just providing so much value to all of the people that are um, taking part. And um, and I, I just think what a gift to them. And and so great that they've all stepped up to 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 make this what it is, but so your goals for 2019, if you were to kind of recap for, all, for us.
1: Sure, sure. I just saw Maria and Michaela. everybody saying thank you. Thank you everyone, thank you for joining. But um, so our goal for our Mighty Network is, is simple. Our first year I wanted to figure out what how we were going to deliver value and if it even makes sense to have a Mighty Network and would our community in particular Care, right um and we have established that it does matter and so our focus in our second year is growth and membership growth um and and you know and 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 i i suspect that word of mouth is going to be the way for it to grow but of course we'll continue to support it actually um no (laughs) <laughs> no, I can't say that. I was going to say something but I can't say it. Um tying into our event. But um so yeah, so we just want to continue to grow our membership and I want to continue to deliver value to these um community members because honestly and 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 our, the team we talk about this a lot. We you know, this is this is our these are our true believers, right? And and we want to keep serving them and giving them you know what they need and uh and like i said i want to be so valuable that they want to bring their valuable in a way that it it is a much more valuable community to them if they bring in their friends um almost organically and i know it's a high bar but that's that's what i'm aiming for Um, and we'll see you know we'll see how it goes and if everyone you know is curious thank you for putting our landing page um you know, tell your friends. Uh, you know, you don't have to be Latina to join, but it is a Latina centered community. Um, you know, unapologetically so. And you know, tell your friends <laughs> and and check us out. And if not, um, we are at We All Grow Latina um, on all your favorite you know social channels, and yeah. we'd love to have you check us out.
0: Well, I think that that is a really great metric, right? I mean, if you if they if your members would recommend your Mighty network to their friends, isn't that the mm-hmm. highest, um, you know, highest compliment they could pay? And I mean, that's that's kind of the basis of an NPS score, right? It is yeah. um, would you recommend so, and especially to your friends? So, yeah. um, so, and
1: I just want to be clear because I know, like, I, in a way, I, I feel like I ramble, but I want to be clear that it's not just word of mouth, like, okay, tell your friends so that we can all grow together, um, you know, which is literally our motto, we all grow, but um. But I, I want to figure out how we are going to create content and and deliver information in such a way that it is more valuable when you share it with people you know. And, and that's, you know, that's the goal that we're going for. And we'll see. Let's see if we figure it out. Let's see. all right.
0: I like the challenge. <laughs> Let's check back in with you, you know, um, when you're further along in the journey and we can see how it's going. Cause I think this conversation has been so valuable to everyone. So thanks, thank you so much to Roxana. And um, congratulations to you and the team for what you've built with We All Grow Latina and the Change Makers Collective. And um, you know, we really thank you for being a part of Mighty Networks and this and this broader group and um, of hosts. And thanks again for the time. Congratulations.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. And we'll see you on uh, on the internet on Mighty Networks.
0: Great. See you there. Bye.